Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everybody? I'm Frank Furter. That's Magically Average. And today we are going to be talking about really way too early rankings for the fall 2023 anime season. I had to think, what fucking season are we on and what year is it? I yeah. nearly tripped myself up there. I but can tell. yeah, um... We have watched a handful of episode ones of current shows that have either returned or are just brand new. Mostly brand new that we'll discuss today. And um, shaping up to be an interesting season. And I use interesting in not a positive way. I think that this has kind of been a bit of a downer for a season. Like all the bubble shows that I feel like I was like, yeah, I'm going to give it an episode or three episodes have just like... Ended up being big ass duds to me. Huh. I, I don't know about you. I don't know. I I think we're always so jaded too because like our rankings are based off of the ones we've watched, and if it's only a handful of the total and like a fewer duds, then we're just like, ah, oh, it's just poopy. Like I'm sure if we watched every single one, it'd be a more fair ranking. But good God, I'm not about to watch every single one that drops. Please don't uh, make me watch Under Ninja again. No, I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't force someone being tortured in Guantanamo Bay to watch that. Uh, I will, however, force all of my very close friends to watch it. <laughs> so uh, they're about to get a treat uh, in the next few days. But a minute of torture, just because the, that's the about worst. all you could have stomached as well. <laughs> so it's it's it is on par with the Tokyo 24th Ward and that beginning sequence, that yeah, just that yeah. really goofiness. Yeah, I think this might be worse, but no, yeah, this I, one, I'd agree. Under Ninja took the cake. If if you just go give it a minute watch, it's literally the first minute. Um, you'll see what we're talking about, but no, I mean, I 
out of the anime that I've watched, I've been happy with all of them. There were like three I just gave like a eh, I'll just add it to the list and see what they're like, and they were immediate drops. One of them being Under Ninja, the other being Kami God Arabi or Kami Arabi God app, something like that. Just no. Yeah. Wasn't much to do that. And then you told me about Protocol Rain. I watched about five seconds and was like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I mean, out of those three, those were never really on my list to begin with. But the ones that I've watched and the ones that I still need to watch, um, you know, on paper are all good. But I've been pleased so far. I think it's, I like it more this season too because I feel like I have a wider variety in the anime I'm watching, which is nice because I think the last two seasons have been like action. Lots of action and isekai and adventure and stuff. This one's this one's got a better spread. I feel like we've had a lot of slice of life like before the last season or two, and like we got really spoiled with really good slice of lives, and then yeah. last season was just like here's here's some action, yeah, here's some more action, here's some more action. But yeah, I'd agree that there's a good balance this season. Um, in my regard, I've watched twelve episode ones of like new and returning shows. Um, just flex just to get yeah just to get the returning shows out of the way spy family saw it. i mean it's spy family if you liked it you're gonna enjoy it technically one piece if you want to count one piece um well we're not counting that goblin slayer season two which i had i we were talking before the show and i had the dumb realization that goblin slayer is literally it's not like it came out in 2017 season one and it like had a movie whatever and now it's back I didn't realize at the time of 2017 that Goblin Slayer is just basically another one of those really niche shows that we talk about every season that we're like, we're not going to watch this. Like, my life as a farmer and my cheap Very niche skills. isekai, speci- like yeah. specifically, it's yeah. A, this is just a fantasy version of that. It's just a dude who likes to kill goblins. This was the niche show before really there were niche shows because it came out in 2017, which was like right at the start of like the freaking isekai movement so it was just one of those like dumb realizations of the oh this is just another one of those niche shows it's fine um but yeah and then i still need to watch the first episode or first two episodes however many episodes there are of dead mount death play Mm -hmm. because that show in spring was really really good um i've been reading it so it's fantastic. Looking forward to more. But yeah, we have a bunch to talk about, so let's kind of hop into it. Um, what do you want to talk about first, other than the fact that Under Ninja was <laughs> awful? Yeah, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Um, yeah. Let's start with let's start with Freerin, because I think Freerin coming into this season was the most hyped new anime to come out, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's received a lot of differing opinions based on its first handful of episodes. Um, and this is a topic that I want to discuss for a, a, a later episode, so I won't spoil too much, but I am probably in the, like, I wouldn't even call it minority. I think it's just really a split between, like, it was good and it was boring. And I'm on yeah. the it was good side. Just because I've, I've read the first volume um, and I knew what I was getting into. It, it reminded me of like the, like the Hobbit, like reading the Hobbit. Like if you ever go back and read the Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, it is like 70% uh, 
imagery of just them walking. Yep. It, like, there's, like, very little battling or intense fighting moments or suspense or thrill. It is literally them going on their adventure. Like that that is that is the, the book. And it's and it's a wonderful read. The movie's debatable, but the novel, superb. So I knew going into Freeran, like that's gonna be kind of the vibe. It's gonna be uh we're the adventuring party that defeated the Demon King. We're now entering like this new age of peace and tranquility in the realm. It's a it's a completely different feel in general, because this is something that the in you know, based on how they're telling the story and how they're describing the world now, it's something that has not been the case for many eons. This like level of tranquility. Right. Uh, so it's like, well, now what? And and the story focuses primarily on the elf who is like, well, I'm just gonna go walk around for like 150, 200 years, and I'll see you guys then. And they're like, the rest of the party is all humans, and they're like. Actually, no, there's one dwarf, I think. One dwarf, two humans. One's a one priest dwarf. and one's like a warrior. Yeah. Um, and they're like, man, she just doesn't really get it either. And this the the main character, uh, Friden, mm-hmm. is uh, very apathetic. Very just ignorant to humans and their way of life and how long they live. And doesn't really pay much mind to getting those relationships. And so when one of the... Uh, spoilers ahead um but when one of the party members passes from old age she's like i never really got to know him and i knew him for like basically his whole life uh yeah i'm gonna probably go out and fix this and like it's all about her going and learning more about humankind and and learning more about herself too as a as a elf and and trying to become more in tune with like the world itself and everything that inhabits it. So like, it was good. I thought it was really good. I, again, I don't mind a slow burn adventure. I don't mind something that's very casual. It doesn't need wanna, to be intense, but I know I, I know wanna, I'm on the uh, one side. I want to hyperfixate on the word slow burn. So I uh, mentioned that this show was a slow burn uh, in a server. And a lot of people jumped on me saying like, no, it's not a slow burn. No, it's not a slow burn. And it's like one of those things that if you take a step back and you really analyze the show, is this a real slow burn or not? And while on paper it seems like it is because they do take their time, there is a lot of just like walking through fields and whatnot in the very first episode and just kind of self-introspective of the first character just asking questions and years go by. Mm -hmm. I would say that, like, the pacing of that type of, like, just, it feels like a slow burn because they are taking their time and doing all of this world building um, by just showing just fields and everything else in their journeys. But at the other hand of just everything, I think that it is actually a really well-paced show because, I mean, outside of episode one, episode two, it does kind of get into... Uh, a major character right off the bat and just kind of hop into their story and why they're there, et cetera. And while that does seem like it could be a slow burn, it's, it's going through the plot quote unquote, because it's a very loose plot relatively quickly. So I, I, I would agree that it's a good show. I've read the first like six volumes. 
I didn't like it as much as a manga as I do as an anime. I do enjoy the the anime a ton more, interestingly enough, than I do as a uh, as a manga. And I think that it's because of how flowy everything is that mm. it doesn't translate well on paper to me. But when you have the added music, the added color, the added voice acting. I think that to me really brings the series together and makes it something special. So I, I really enjoyed it. I think I'm two or three episodes in. I know there's like six out right now and it's a two core that's continuing next season. I think there's going to be a total of 28 episodes. So yeah, um, it'll be a good one to watch. I'm looking forward to re- watching more. I just haven't made the time for it, but um, yeah, no, I think free run has lived up to majority of the hype that it got from before the season yeah i i mean i guess i should clarify too that in my in my mind there's a difference between like slow burn and like pacing in general because when i say slow burn i mean like this is a type of anime where you're going on an adventure with them they're like you're not right. watching it you're not watching them go off and do really cool adventures or go to battles or in and you know this and that like you're joining this character these characters on their adventure with them so it just it it feels very methodical and very just slow which is good it's that's kind of like the point of it it's it also speaks to the fact that this elf you know looks at 150 200 years as like a drop in the bucket in terms of her lifespan and so it's it's funny to watch the span of i think it's like 40 or 50 years pass in the blink of an eye Mm-hmm. And you're just, it's like nothing, nothing's different to her. Yeah. So that's what I She lived for like 10,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Something ridiculous. So that's what, and that's what I mean when I say slow burn. I, I agree with you that, and again, I've, I've only watched the first episode, so I'm excited to get into it more, but I, I anticipate it being well paced and how it's going to tell the story moving forward. But I just, I, I enjoy that aspect. I know a lot of people, I was reading stuff, comments online and, and getting general feedback and it was, Oh, you know, just another boring adventure, just another boring story. And I'm like, it's, if you were coming into this one expecting, you know, action. yeah, action and thrills and immediate fight scenes. It's, that's, it's not it again, seriously, go read the Hobbit. I, I, I would, uh, kind of compare the two is very similar in the sense of how it's going to be in my mind paced yeah. out across the uh the first 28 episodes agreed so you and i have watched a majority of the same shows or i've watched basically every show that you watched so far yeah. um i'm gonna talk a couple or talk through a couple shows that i watched that you haven't um and i'm gonna just start with a quick one the Maggie and dolly the fucking the weird ass twins. two blonde yeah. twins. I put this on my like one to three episode list for the season because you know I enjoy a good horror anime. I enjoy creepy stuff. Like it's it's fun to me. I watched this and it was creepy in the sense of what is going on and why. Like who who what brain thought of this ridiculousness? Because basically it's about twins or. I don't even know what the fuck they are. They've got to be twins. But basically, mm-hmm. two orphan twins, one gets adopted, and because they the couple only wanted one child, they don't know that he has, like, a brother. 
and then the brother just tags along by being shipped in a box and lives in the same house, and they just swap places. But they swap places and do the most fucking weirdest shit ever. Like, you've probably seen clips circulating where they switch spots at a table, but they're holding each other's hands and feet and doing weird, like, acrobatics. Shit. It's so yeah. weird. <laughs> it goes from like comedy esque of like JoJo to where it's like over the top ridiculous to where it's like there's a clip where they're baking a cherry pie and the mom just out of nowhere just gets frustrated and says shit. Um, and then it just gets to really fucking weird, creepy moments like this. And then they're like, there's the intrigue of the two twins are like under the bed, like under their bed, like with a flashlight devising plans of like oh we're gonna do this tomorrow this tomorrow and it's just like okay what the fuck are they up to what's going mm. on but at the end of the first episode i was like this is this isn't even that it's too much this is just fucking weird this is just in the bad sense of weird this is like that awkward socially awkward person in the corner that you try like you say hi to and they're like did you know that if you take off the legs of a grasshopper, it can still jump or something? Like, I'm making shit up. I don't know. Jesus. It's just basically, yeah, it's basically that weird, socially awkward kid in the corner that you're like, you want to extend a hand to, but you know if you do, it's just going to haunt you for the rest of the evening. Mm. That's this show. So, anyways, not going to talk about it anymore. Um, another one that I was looking forward to just to see, like, out of pure curiosity... Our dating, our dating story, the experienced you and the inexperienced me. Um, this one just starts out hot and heavy. It's just like basically guy in girl's room and the girl's like, wait, like the guy's like, what are you doing? Why are you getting undressed? She's like, we're having sex, right? Whoa. And then it just like hops into like how they got there. And it oh. just. I, th- I was hoping that it would hop into the theme song. Like no, no. Well, I think it did, and then it just was like it was like the story of how they got there. I don't like it did split, and I don't remember if yeah. the themes went off or not. But yeah, it it was not a great first episode in the sense of just like I'm a 31 year old adult male, and these are just like literal teenagers that are just like cool. Oh, wanna fuck. oh, I, I, I thought like, you were I thought you were referring to the guy. No, no, the guy is like this, like really, like basically the guy is the inexperienced one. He's just like, you know, just like a nerdy, self-conscious guy, and then this just basically popular girl. And the guy loses a bet with his friends, and he has to ask the girl that he likes out, ask this girl, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm single right now. Sure, you could be my boyfriend." And then she's like, "But don't, don't get it twisted. Like, I won't cheat on you. Like, I'm not like this type of person." But people do just, like, leave me eventually. And then you get into that Mm. whole thing, like, stigma of, like, teenage relationships. And it's just, I've lived that part of my life. I don't need to revisit that. We're good. No. So, yeah, it was just kind of like, nope, I'm good. Thank you. We're good. Um, And then one of the last ones, at least the last one that I just was like, you know what? Knowing nothing but looking at the poster, this looks kind of pretty. We both talked about how like this was just going to be a bad show from our preview. Protocol Rain. Oh yeah, it was just. I, I know we like glanced it at the top of the show. This show is just bad. It's just bad. It's it's about a kid playing video games and just pro esports and such, and it's just and trying to save like an esports cafe. It's bad. But the the, the video game is in first person. It, it, it's like a first person <laughs> shooter, but it's like. 
It's worth the they. I, I don't even know how to describe it. So it's just so bad. Like normally, you you would imagine when they show video games and stuff, it's like just the screen. There's like nothing really on it or something, or like maybe they'll show like a really quick clip, but it's in the same animation style as the actual anime, so it doesn't look jarring. No, they the studio threw all of that out the window. Was like, no, 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 no. Half of this anime is going to exist inside this game and wait for it. The graphics of this game are going to be worse than original Doom. It is like an N64. No, you're giving it too much credit. It is it is as if they animate like took Pong and somehow made it into 3D that's, characters. That's it was rough. Much, it, it was, was it rough. Was rough. It was rough, but it wasn't like okay. I'll give you. How about a like original uh, F? Uh, is it F zero? Is that the racing where it's like F-Zero very sharp? Is the racing? Yeah, but very that's, sharp, very that's, po- polygonal. I'm you're thinking about the, the GameCube one, right? No, I'm talking like way early because it's not 16 bit. Like it is 3D. It's just unpolished. Oh, like, is it? I would oh, akin is it? it to like I would akin it to like the original like way back when World of Warcraft like it is how about semi akin to how like about RuneScape. We'll go with RuneScape. It is a first right. person shooter RuneScape like <laughs> type graphics. All you know is bad. bad. It was just it's bad. bad. But yeah, uh, those are just a few. There's two other shows that I want to talk about that I actually did enjoy um, wow. that I watched. But we'll get into something that we both have watched because you haven't talked in a while. Well, I'm, I mean, thank you for caring about me. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I think I'll just go. I'll go through the ones that, like, they held my expectation going in. Um, so that I, I wouldn't call them, like, standouts by any means. They're just good. They're they're right. solid ones. Um, the handful would be uh, Shy, Undead Unlock. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, Undead Unlock. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, Shangri-La. Frontier, Shangri La Frontier. Um, God, what else did I watch? What did I say that the I watched? 100, the One Hundred Girlfriends. Ah, that's really in a different weird. list. Calm down, calm down, <laughs> calm down. That's in a different list. That's in a different list. Uh, okay. Oh my God, I think that's it. I, I haven't watched. We talked about a lot of the other ones that I've already watched. So, um, yeah, I think those three going in. That was my expectation was that they were going to be good because I heard. Uh, obviously everyone knew from the trailer and just the actual manga Undead Unluck that was going to be a fun one it is I I, I like the comedy I think it's really well done I like the animation style it's very um, I don't know how else to call it but it's just it's very like bright it's 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 everything kind of pops really well like from him the (laughs) uh, Undead or Andy like gushing blood like a fucking drinking fountain everywhere um and then her uh the one scene with her jumping in the first episode with her hair flowing like everything just i like the colors popping so much even though like most of them are very like dull like color wise the color palette um yeah the animation style makes them really like pop and stand out so i like that that so that was good um and then uh which one am i forgetting I just Shine Shangri-La. Shangri-La Frontier. That one was mostly, mostly just based off of... Uh, My recommendation. Yeah, a lot of people's recommendations. I think people watched the first episode and they were really impressed is, with it. It's a this fun, is what SAO should have been. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's a fun take on, on something 
again, to, to what you were saying earlier, referring to isekais, but like something really funny and niche where like it just follows this guy who loves trash games, really good gamer, but seeks out the worst of the worst to beat them just to say, oh, my I God. Did I did it. Well, yeah, I beat it. But oh, my God, that was, in fact, grade A trash. Mm-hmm. And then gets introduced to a good game and is kind of taken back by, oh, wow, they actually do make good games at some point. Look at this. There's no uh, puns. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fun start. I like that one. I, I think it's going to be um, a, a fan favorite for the season, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was Shy. Shy was a series that you introduced me to. I read the first volume. Loved it. Um, it's... It kind of reminds me of the, I know it's going to sound weird when I say it, but the boys um, in that there's not a lot of superheroes. Like there's like, there's only a handful. Um, and the boys I seem are like that. Oh, goodbye camera. Um, You're still just up me. for me. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Like I just had a glitch there, there where it just went. Boop, boop, boop. All right. Then we're back. Um, sorry. All the YouTube people that watched, excuse us there. Um, <laughs> but like, because you have like My Hero Academia, which is like everyone and their Everybody's fucking sister. Hero, yeah. Ha- yeah, everyone has a superhero power. Um, and there's plenty of other series that are like that, where you know a majority of the universe has something. Like one P- One Punch Man is is somewhat similar to that, to a degree. Um, but Shy is more is very is unique take on the heroes because it's it's like every country has a representative that's a superhero or what they call a hero because they don't really have any way of like describing them as anything but that um and it was good it was a good first episode again i had read the first volume so i knew what was going to happen and i think they did it well i think the i love the personalities of the characters that we get introduced to um i like the suspense at the end of the first episode to kind of draw you in it was really well done but yeah. those are out of the ones that I've watched. Those are the in my block currently of the had expectations, met expectations. Yeah. Um, I know there's two other shows that you've watched and I've watched that we'll talk about after. But yes. um, the other one that I want to talk about is the Kingdoms of Ruin. I watched this just kind of on a whim. I was like, what other shows? look interesting that i could remember and i don't remember really discussing the kingdoms of ruin all too much so i was like you know what let's give this a try because i'd also just previously seen a clip or like just started to watch a clip i was like you know what this is a sign i'm just gonna watch this Mm -hmm. i thoroughly enjoyed it it was uh an episode one of basically half the episode is world building and the tragic past of one of the main characters and then the other half of it is slightly world building and here is the introduction to your other main character that is on the poster and what predicament they're in and then at the very end of the episode like them meeting Mm -hmm. um i don't really want to give too too much away but like it was a solid first episode for being like kind of a fantasy world it's not an isekai just straight up fantasy this time um i thought it was good i i thought it did a really good job of what it was conveying and i was interested i wasn't going to give this show even an episode but now i'm going to give it three so really do as of right now i'm really enjoying kingdoms of ruin and then the other one i gotta find uh because i'm forgetting off the top of my head oh Oh, it was the detective one 
It was the detective Ron... one, but before the detective one, oh. I also watched I'm Giving the Disgraced Noble Lady I Rescued a Crash Course in Naughtiness. This oh, one was yeah. just bad. This was just bad. It was just basically a show. Like, naughtiness could be in so, like, it could be taken so many different ways. It could be sexual, like, ooh, naughty. Or it could be oh, just don't. like, you're a naughty boy, bad, bad, bad. I don't, and it I don't was, want, it was... want to hear you say those two things ever again. <laughs> Sorry, you've been a naughty daddy, bad daddy. Perfect, thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, it was definitely the later, and it was basically like, hey, you've done nothing wrong. You're just like a, a noble who was basically excommunicated for a reason that you don't even know, let alone I. Let's get back at them by be doing pranks. But the pranks are just straight-up crimes. It's just basically <laughs> like, let's go into their house and steal all their shit type of crimes. Like, it's just like, mm, no, okay, I'm good. Thank you, though. But yeah, the um, the detective one. Um, it's like Ron. Ron Kamonon Hashi's Forbidden Deductions. Um, <laughs> yeah, was, I know. That was I always love listening good. to you say the... Uh, uh, it's always a struggle. It's always bad. But anyways, this show, was, this show was good. I, I, there's like a twist at the end to like make it differentiate from like a normal detective show like it's always got to have a hook of some sort like you can't just have like a detective show and it just be good anymore i feel like like last season we had undead murder farce and the hook of that was being like hey we're gonna actually introduce monsters and then here's all the fan servicey stuff that like detective people cream their pants over like it's everything that you would love, and it was a great show because it had a it it was different. It was a different take on a detective series. Mm -hmm. This is no different. Like it goes through the steps of like, oh, you've got a naive cop who's not very good at like discerning who's a criminal and who's not, and he's trying to enlist the help of a very good detective who's just secluded himself to a room, and you don't know why. And then the episode, uh, end of the episode, when they catch the crook, because they do, you find out why. And I think that the reasoning is going to lead to very weird happenstances for the naive detective, and I am looking forward to it. I don't know how this show is going to progress. I don't know if they're going to have long arcs where they're really trying to narrow down who the criminal is of this, like, you know, mass murder or whatever. Like, I don't think this show isn't giving me vibes of, like, this is going to be long arcs. This is going to be, like, episodic of, like, cool, here's a crime, go get him. The problematic thing happens. End of episode. Next episode, same thing over and over again until, you know, the end of the season. I feel like maybe the end of the season they'll introduce, like, a small arc that'll take the last three episodes. But... I think that the the twist of this was pretty good, and I'm going to give it another couple episodes to see how it is. But yeah, cool. I, I really enjoyed that one. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Excellente. We've got a couple other shows to talk about. I think we only have two shows left to talk about. Um, yeah. So hop into it. Tell me which one you want to talk about. So uh, I want to set up this anime first because I know people listening were just going to be like, well, he's biased because this is his type of de- degenerate show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But let me set it up first, okay? I had stumbled across this manga, I think, shopping at Second and Charles, and I was like, all right, this looks like just degen trash, but let's let's read the the synopsis of it, okay? Let's read the back cover. And I was so hooked on how this manga was set up. I was like, well, I have to get it for sure. And I read the first volume, and it is one of the few manga I've read where I've I've laughed out loud numerous times reading a single volume. And I was like, this is this is pretty good. I'm pretty I'm very pleased with this. This was very much a good purchase. And then lo and behold, it gets announced as an anime. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to actually see this animated. I am in fact talking about the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really like you. This was on my skeptic list because I feel like a lot of people would read the title and go, this is just bullshit, harem, etchy, dumb humor. I'm not going to watch it. And you know what? Fine. Fair enough. But if you're cultured and an intellectual, you would read the synopsis and realize that this is comedy gold. This, I was, I... I was so pleased with how they did the first episode. I was so pleased with the animation quality, with how quickly the jokes came across. I'm I'm a sucker for those really quick jabbing jokes that don't like linger. It doesn't take a lot of setup time. It's just like quick quick quip or like a very fast punchline and then you just keep on going. Like that that's always been my style of humor and this this anime has all that. But not only that, how everything gets set up at the very end is just peak, like throw a wrench in everything. And if you're not familiar with the synopsis, basically guy goes through his whole life leading up to high school, getting rejected by a hundred different girls and leading into high school. He's like, I, I need, something has to change. So he goes and prays at a shrine and he's like, God of this shrine for love, Please answer me. I just want to have a girlfriend. And then the God shows up out of nowhere and is like, uh, joke's on you. You have not only one soulmate that you're going to meet in high school, but a hundred. And he's like, whoa, that's great. So everything's hunky-dory. Go through. He stumbles across two beauties. The love sparks go through. Funny 
shenanigans ensue. That's what happens. It's like the, the it's, sparks. It's just a funny, funny way to. to that's what he's, the, the love the gods, sparks engage. That's what happens. The God said. Spark, the yeah. God says when you when you come across your soulmate, you will feel a jolt of electricity go through you. Okay. okay. And that's when you know that you've fallen head over heels for this person, and they're your soulmate. And that's what happens. But then you find out at the end that um, because he, our main character is like, isn't it bad that I have two soulmates? And the god's like, well, yeah, but you, you know, you have a hundred. Um, and you can't deny them their love. And he's like, what? He's like, I've already got two girlfriends. That was hard enough. And you're telling me I have to have a hundred? And the god's like, yeah, because if you deny them their love, uh, because getting a soulmate takes up all your luck in the universe. Uh, if you deny them that, they have no luck, and then they'll die a horrible but terrific death. Yep. And that is amazing. If you bring in, here's a harem, here's a lot of just really goofy, over-the-top shenanigans with BT dubs, there's the possibility that some of these characters might just die a terrific death. Yeah, yeah, you can you can sign me up for that one. That was the that was the little kicker that got me hooked on the manga to begin with, and uh, yeah, the first episode was was perfect. I I thought it was the humor hit on every level. I think they got through a large chunk of volume one, which was sufficient to get across kind of what is going to be ensuing afterwards uh, throughout this first season. Um, and they kind of gave hints at like future characters and stuff. Just overall great. I keep seeing clips online too of one of the characters in the second episode, um, just being. Which I still need to watch. Being yeah, same here. But I, reading it, I, I knew of the scene. But the, they're people are falling in love with how cute some of the characters are, and that's kind of the other the other kicker to this is that all the characters are really adorable and cute, and it's a wonderful w- wonderful anime. If you can get past the harem aspect, if you can get past some of the etchiness that is going to ensue later on, uh, it is that funny. Has also yeah, that, a little etchy. A little etchy. But um, it's just it is it is really funny. I, I I just I love the concept of taking something that should be super harmless, right? Just harem. You, my boy, six girls is not enough. Like a, tip, a typical harem is this. This dude gets a hundred ladies. Fuck yeah. Some of them will probably die. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> like Whoops, just daisies. just that aspect of it, it, it. Like I was like, this is going to be great. I can't wait. And to round us out, we have one last show to talk about because I did it. I, I did enjoy it and there's not much more I can really add to it. So I'm just going to move. Us on yeah, to the next that's one. fair. Um, The last show that we both watched that. Thank you uh, to our viewer, Stead, who's just, I mean, our friend as well at this point. Like we talked pretty Thanks, often Stead. about shows. Thanks, Stead. Um, 16-bit sensation, another layer. Um, last year or two years ago, God, was it? Two it feels years like ago yeah, it feels like forever ago. I think it was two years. I'll have to look up. Uh, Remake our life. There was a show called Remake Our Life, and it was really good. Um, it was fantastic. Basically, guy time travels and has a second shot at his life and what he wants to do, etc. And it was really good. Um, this is basically similar to that except it's a girl who is making video games and she wants to make a a bishoujo game to her liking and a video game to her liking and she 
unbeknownstly opens a gift from like an old grandma that she talked to at an old used video game store, and she's transported into 1992. So from present time, we should from present time yeah. 2023 to 1992. So it's one of those things that time travel can be such a fickle thing, but I think this is just going to ignore a decent amount of just tropes and other things just to streamline the comedy aspect of the show and just it's i i don't know after episode 1 cuz like it was a lot of build up of how did we get to 1990 or 1992 rather than like it it just built up this girl's life told her uh, like told us her story and where she's at now in life and then just was like okay she's in 1992 now so episode one was really just kind of that, and it was a really good setup, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. And as Stead said, is this like an anime of the, the season show? No, probably not. But it is pretty darn solid for just kind of being new and out of nowhere, so... Yeah. It, yeah. This also, w- holy shit, dude. Yeah, two years ago, July 3rd, 2021, Remake Our Life aired, started. That's... Yeah. Oh God! The, the thing I like, the thing I like about this one too is where, whereas in Remake Our Life, the the premise of it is, guy had to choose between arts school and business school. Went safer route, did business school, kind of regretted it to a degree. Um, wasn't really having so much fun with it, and wanted a second chance, and he was given it. He like you know woke up back in, like when he was deciding to go to college and decided this time around go to art school. And so he like no one around him knew like it was just same old, same old because it was just him going back in time to when he, where he was prior to deciding to go to school. This one is completely different where like she jumped back in time and immediately was like, I'm from the future. Behold my great. <laughs> she didn't go like that, but it was like right out of the gate. It was like, I what year is it? 1992. Oh, boy. Sit down for this one. I am from 2023 and I need your help. Uh, but I, I think this is my sleeper of the season just because of the fact that the character, the main character is someone you root for wholeheartedly because I feel like everyone can relate to her in some way. She's loves Bishojo games, loves, loves, loves them to death and, and wanted to basically create a character of her own and make them the main heroine of a Bishojo game that they would develop with a team. And like, that's kind of her life stream. And she went to this company that's making Bishojo game or yeah, I guess they're Bishojo games still, uh, but they're really trashy. For instance, yep. the game that they're developing at Bluebell, which is her uh, company is like hypnosis milf hair salon or something. <laughs> it's like, good God. Oh. Uh, why? And she has this incredible scene where the manager comes in. He's like, all right, everyone read over the proposal for MILF Salon. And she's like, I have some suggestions. He's like, all right, picture this. And goes through like this hour plus rant of a game. And the manager just yells at her. He's like, stop. Seriously, when? how far is this? How long are you going to do this for? And she's like, well, that's only the beginning. I haven't even introduced you to the actual main character. And he's like, good God, stop wasting our time. So you you see how passionate she is for this. They like then later on she goes back to her apartment just covered in all these different figures and different uh video games and stuff and all these manuals and she's got all of her art around and she's like, "All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make you into 
the next main heroine of a Bishojo game. So if it's not, obviously if it's not specific to Bishojo, but like everyone has something they can relate to where it's like you're extremely passionate about it. You have a driving force to do it. If it's, if it's your career or if it's a hobby or whatever. So you always just, you, you like a character like this cause you just root for him with all your heart. And then yeah. she gets zapped to the past and you're like, Oh fuck. She is not mentally or emotionally stable to get ready for this. No, uh, nor is she going to be able to handle potentially the technology, like the old tech yeah. that you had to deal with. Yeah. Um, like just like the manual processes of everything. That was kind of cool how they set that up too because they showed the office of her her work. Company. Yeah, the current company. And it was like, you know, all tablets and stuff and, you know, you know current computer systems and things like that. And then when she time travels, it's like, you know, the old gray big tube monitors with the tower next to it. They're showing programming language in like almost, it looked like C-suite or something old. I don't even know if yeah. C-suite was around back then, but very, you know, very archaic to, to this day and age, archaic programming language and stuff. So it's, it, that piece to it was, was really fun to see, but yeah, I just, it, this was one that I think when we were, when we were, prepping for this season was on my list of like, yeah, I'll probably give it a try. And it just kind of fell through the, uh, the, the, the grate for a bit. And I was like, Oh, you know what? I, I remember this one. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it real quick. And I, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was superb. I, I think the characters are fun. I like the setup too. I, I like that. She's kind of given this new opportunity now to do what she's wanted to. Yeah. And Again, it's just you just want to root for her. You just you want her to succeed. It's it's, it's, it's know, very lovable character. Good-sy. Yeah, very feel goodsy. Um, I'm gonna end this with three questions for each of us. Oh, question one: Were there any shows that you didn't get to that you still want to watch from this season? Yeah, yeah, there were a couple. I think I'll, I'll only name one of them though, um, because. There's- two for me if you want to look them up and you can say them but for me yeah. um off the top of my dome ragna crimson i've heard okay things of which is on high dive um yep. haven't gotten to that one yet i do want to watch it and then the other one which comes out later this week um the apothe- apothecary diaries which comes out on the 21st so um normally i probably wouldn't watch something like it but my little sister has been like this is this is the only thing I really want to watch this season. If I had to pick one show I want to watch, it's this one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I didn't realize that you liked this series that much because she's read through however many volumes they have, and she loves this series. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll take your advice. I'll take your word. I'll watch it when it comes out. So later this week, I will be watching episode one of that. But yeah, um, yeah what about you? I know you um, had mentioned there were a couple. Yeah, well, I mean, easiest one was just Ragnar Crimson. Uh, the two that are the hardest, which is why I've had to go back to watch them once they've come out, is uh, the Fully Cooly series. So Fully Cooly Grunge and mm. Fully Cooly Shoegaze, because if you're not familiar with both of those, yeah, they aired on Cartoon Network, so it's it's a much harder to, to find. Um, so I think both of them have actually concluded. There's only three episodes of each, and I'm going to at some point go back and watch them. Um, all six episodes total between grunge and shoegaze um it grunge i watched the first episode of it uh again fun it's fully coolie it's crazy animation is very 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 strange because it is 
the CGI. It's the 3D style. So it is, it's, it's a little weird, uh, but it's still, it's got that fully coolly flavor. It's got the chaos. It's got the no one knows what's going on aspect to it. So, you know, still fun. You had a face and you were pointing fingers. Yeah, there's a show that I forgot that I watched that was a huge stinker as well. Oh, I mean, we're past it, but I guess tell the class. Bullbuster, don't watch it. Oh, yeah, Bullbuster. It's it like was, if a forklift became a mech series, apparently. It was literally, yeah, like if you put treads on a fucking, like the robot alien, or the robot from the end of Aliens. Like if you put treads on that and maybe like a cannon or two, that's the show. It cool. was not good. The CGI was bad. Continue. No, that was it. Shows? Oh, that was it. Yeah. Magna Christmas. Yeah. Question number two. Uh huh. For new shows, not not overall season. New shows. If you had to crown a winner for the season, what do you think is the best new show of the season? Personal opinion, or like, are we saying like the overall well, anime no, community? No, no. We'll say personal opinion because we know that the overall community is going to say free run. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be free run. It's going to be free run. Um, God, it's so hard. Again, my heart goes more to like the casual life life stuff. I really want to give it to six sixteen uh, bit sensation another layer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean personally, I I think I enjoyed Shangri La Frontier more. Um. That's it has the it, it has the comedy. It has the the fun story. It's gonna have a romance piece to it. They've already set that shtick up. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was fun. It was very fun. I again, like, just my heart still wants to say sixteen bit, but I I know Shangri La Frontier will probably end up being my favorite. Yeah, I I was definitely gonna go with Shangri La. Um, it's I've only gotten maybe two or three volumes into the manga and from what I've read it's fantastic and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it mm-hmm. um if I had to be different I would go with shy it's something that I've been looking forward to for a while now and I think that it's different enough hero wise like there's a lot of superhero shit that comes out and I think it's different enough that it stands out to yeah. be a bit different yeah. and stand on its own two feet um it's just a matter of I've only read the first two volumes, so once it gets past that, how does it actually stand? Um, but yeah, if I were to crown one that was other than Shangri La and other than Free Run, because that is going to be the se- the the show of the season, mm-hmm. the new show of the season, I would probably give it to Shy. But um, taking everything into consideration, new shows and season twos or returning shows, what do you think will be the the show of the season? I, do, do I have to give an answer? I feel, like it's, like, I feel like it's obvious. Spy Family? Yeah, it's Spy Family. Yeah, Because we're entering, the, we're entering the into arc. the arc that we both love dearly. Yeah. Like, it is... It is I, think I, un, I think it's without even argument. There's no debate to it that this is... As of current chapters are out, too, because I, I don't know if you're up to date. I'm up to date on the manga as well. Uh... This is currently going to be the best arc of the series that is now yeah. going to be, you know, shown into the anime. Like, hands down. Like, I, I don't think there's really any competition to it. Yeah. Um, well, Jujutsu Kaisen. That would be the only other competition. It, it's, it's honestly uh, a toss I don't think it counts two. because it started last. We're, on, we're, yeah. we're already into, like, what episode, like, 12 or something 10 
I'll look into it if you buy me time. Because it started at a weird time. I mean, we're getting to the everyone's about to have an emotional breakdown section of yeah, of, we're, of we're Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're we're about to hit the point where everyone's about to need to go to uh, to therapy uh, to talk about stuff. Um, sorry. Side note, just because I saw it on on Twitter real quick. Uh, apparently, the mangaka for God, I'm gonna forget the series and I'm gonna feel bad. Um. Very famous series. The manga before it apparently, uh, don't know what the source was. I'm assuming someone close to them read the latest chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen and was so mentally distraught over it that they had to take a break from their own series just to mentally recover. Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> is now affecting other series. Uh, Jesus. That's fucking insane. Um, yeah, I, but I know I know that a, a lot of people love the emotional trauma of a TV series. I mean, case in point, people love fucking like your lie in April. Uh, yeah, Aharan, not Aharan. God, was like, Aharan. No, uh, the the flower we saw that day. I can't remember the first. Oh, fucking... I, I yeah, I, I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, people love these type of like Ahano? emotional trauma. Ah, is, ah, yeah, ah, something ah, like that. Yeah, ah, um, ah, but like people. Anohana. 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 There we go. We got there together. There's like all these kind of like emotional, like, like not shunning, but uh, stunting, emotionally stunting shows that people absolutely love. And I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen's like that. I mean, people love fucking Attack on Titan. That's kind of like emotionally stunting and everybody creams their pants over it. And it's just like. I think that's why that it's going to be a toss up between Spy Family because it is such a good arc whenever they get to it and Jujutsu Kaisen. So yeah. Again, I, I understand I, the, the, the like two core and it's just like, oh, it's already started eh, or whatever. But yeah, we're just so far in. It's like it's hard to consider Jujutsu Kaisen a part of this season, but I'll, I mean, I'll we give have it 11 to more episodes. I know there's a lot of trauma to get through. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, I, for us too. I, I and I know we haven't even we're not even this is not a spoiler for anyone by the way because uh, you're gonna forget by the time the anime actually comes out trust me uh, but like Chainsaw Man too I mean Chainsaw Man is one of the few manga series where I read it and I I had to put the volume down and kind of walk away for a little bit um yeah that one's not fun either that one's that one's a whole lot of emotional stress and turmoil i think so. the only thing that i've actually done that with if like i've read something and i'm like oh i gotta put this down and like take a break was berserk and it's yeah. specifically volume 13 if yeah. you know you know but um yeah no i i think it's gonna be a toss-up it's gonna be a foot race as to who will come out on top between jujutsu kaisen and spy family because i think we are gonna get another episode or two of kind of just like slice of life spy family of like ah before, just like yeah. cute characters doing cute character things before we actually get the arc. So um I think it'll definitely be a toss up between the two. Yeah. And you know what, you could even throw free run into there as well because it's Why not? it is a yeah. Just just mix the pot, you know, get it just, in there. We'll just screw it. But um yeah, no, that's that's our initial thoughts of the fall twenty twenty three anime season. Let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you think is going to be the anime of the season. 
Uh, if you want more conversations like this, follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, we po- try to post daily there. We're pretty bad about it, but we do yeah. at least post weekly there. We'll get back um, to it. And uh, we'll, we'll please, please reach out if you survived the first minute of Under Ninja. Yes, um, please let us know if it gets significantly better or not, because holy shit, that was horrible. I don't think it can. I don't, I don't think, think it can, can but yeah, if, if you are the lucky few to have survived it and, and still hold all of your brain cells, congratulations, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, we will set up a support group. You want to know what it's rated on, on Crunchyroll? It's gotta be like 3.2 stars. 4.3 out of five. No way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe we're wrong. Who knows? Yeah, but um, yeah. Tell us what you're. Tell us what you're enjoying. Tell us what we should watch if we've missed a show that you're actually enjoying that we should watch. Or we Uh, we said your show is bad and why we're wrong. Yes, or do that. Um, So until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then.